if you have to take a vacation from your job, you should never come back. Okay, I wanted to do a live talk. I did a video on this. I said it was one of the most important videos I've ever recorded, and I think this is gonna be one of the most important live calls. I'm not gonna do it super long. I'm gonna get to the point. I gotta, I'm actually going meeting some friends at a comedy club tonight. So I wanna talk about this. 12 foundations of the good life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. So like what I'm gonna go over here in about like 20 minutes, and I'll take some question and answers, is basically what I wish I had been taught at age 19 coming out of high school. Like this is everything they should have taught us. And it's pretty simple. If you understand this, you will have a huge advantage in life. Most people are stuck in life for 30, 40 years in all those areas, health, wealth, love, and happiness, like they all kind of suck. And, and, and I've been there. And so like with wealth, like I've been on both sides of the table there at that discussion with like no money and I've made a million bucks an hour. So I can tell you both sides of that story. I've been in good shape and I've gotten out of shape. I've had a bad social circle and I've had an amazing one. I've been depressed. I've been happy. So that's the first thing I guess I'll say is there's like everything in life is like good news and bad news. If you notice, like you get good news, but then you get the bad news with it. So if you look at all four of these, like health, wealth, love, happiness, right? Each of these, you have two choices. You're going to be on the right side or the wrong side, the right side or the wrong side, the right side or the wrong side. And I see people who have a ton of wealth but are depressed. They kill themselves. Like De Beers, the guy who started the diamond company, the most famous diamond company, De Beers, he got a check. He sold the company, richest man. I think it was the biggest check ever. It was like a $100 million check in the 1800s. It's worth like billions now. He got one check for that. And I think within a week, he jumped off a boat and committed suicide in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, The guy who started Victoria's Secret, jumped off a bridge, committed suicide. So there's people, he, the guy, De Beers, was on the right side of wealth. He had all the money in the world. The guy who started Victoria's Secret, obviously a multimillionaire, sold it. But over here on happiness, he was on the wrong side. So what I wish they had taught us in school is like how to get on the right side of all four of those at the same time. And I see people, I have friends that are like incredible shape. They're on the right side of health. They're the healthiest people. Like I got friends that are like can bench press 500 pounds and they're like ripped and they have a six pack, but their social circle sucks. They're like around the worst people in the world, people who betray them, people who cheat on them. I'll give you an example. One of my business partners and friends, he makes so much money. You can't even believe it. He makes $6 million a month. Okay. Six million net. That's a net, not gross. Okay, this is what he keeps. He makes so much money, he doesn't even know what to do with it. But his social circle, he's on the wrong side of social circle. And recently this year, he had a business with a, his best childhood friend. And his, he made a deal with his friend. His friend doesn't have to do any of the work. He would do all the work, but his friend would like open up the bank accounts and just do basic stuff. So they had joint bank accounts and he woke up one day and he tried to pull the money out of the bank account like he did every month. And the friend had stolen millions of dollars right out of it. His best friend, 
he called up his friend and was like, hey, there's no money in the bank account. And his friend didn't answer. Texted him, emailed. The friend ghosted him. Literally within like a month, he got a letter from his childhood friend's um, lawyer saying, we took all the money, it's ours, and was suing my friend, even though it was just, he just got betrayed. So once again, this dude's on the wrong, he's on the right side of wealth, the wrong side of love and friendship and social life. So I almost never meet people that are on the right side of all four of these things. But at the end of the day, what does it matter to have a six pack if your bank account is stressing you out because every month you can hardly pay the bills? Or what does it matter to have all the money in the world if your friends rip you off? Uh, Dane Cook, the comedian, his brother stole $10 million out of his bank account. His brother's in federal prison now. So I think, like, how do you get on the right side? Well, here's my answer. I came up with this thing that I keep in my head, and I've never really revealed this. I did, I've talked about it once on my Snapchat. 12 foundations. If you get these 12 foundations right, you can get on, you can get health, wealth, love, and happiness at the same time. That's the key, at the freaking same time. So what are they? So basically, there's 12 things. Three here, one, two, three. Three here, three here, and three here. Three principles you have to know. For example, for wealth, I'll just give example. I, I don't have time to do go through all. To teach you the 12 foundations, I need 12 hours. I need just like, that's a minimum. One hour on each of the foundational principles. But I'm gonna go through them as fast as I can and give you some of it right now. John Bear on YouTube said, Ty, you saved my life. It's funny how many, I mean, not funny, but it's amazing how many people I get that um, are suicidal. I met this guy at New York, in um, Omaha, Nebraska. He came up to me, he's like, Ty, I want you to know, like your videos, I, I was in the bathtub about to slip my um, wrists and one of your videos popped up on YouTube and like now he had started a business and was all happy. It like his whole life had transformed. And because, not that I have all the answers, but I'm gonna share with you the stuff that people taught me. So wealth, what's one of the foundational principles? Okay, this is just for example. I need like an hour to talk on just this one. So here's the core thing, choice, of career, okay? Just think about how stupid the school system is. Why do you go to school? Like, what do they tell you? Because they want to prepare you for life, right? So you go to, from age six to age 18, and then you go, most people, or a lot of people go to college. Some people go on to PhD. All of that's supposed to prepare you for a career, but nobody ever says, how do you choose? Like, maybe they do a little personality test like your guidance counselor, but your guidance counselor usually doesn't like their life. So why would you listen to a guidance counselor who doesn't even want to be a guidance counselor? Like that's the hypocrisy of it. They don't even, they didn't even choose the right career and they're trying to tell you how to choose the right career. I read an article, uh, they did a global study across the whole continent, every continent in the world, besides Antarctica, I guess. And 80% of people don't like what they're doing for their income, their career. So the first foundation you have to learn is like how to, and even entrepreneurs, I got a lot of entrepreneurs that follow me. It is very possible to start the wrong business, a business that you won't really like.
uh, one thing I want to talk about, a quick little note. I work with Cast Media on all my podcasts. So they do production, management, promotions. So if you have a podcast or think about getting into the space, you should definitely talk to Colin at Cast Media. He was just over at the house not too long ago. So you can get in touch at castmedia.com. That's spelled K-A-S-T media.com. So K, not a C. Tell them Ty sent you. All right, back to the show. So how do you figure out what career you should do? You have to think of yourself like a detective. And you have to look for clues. And I think there's like seven clues. And I think of them like circles. You have to look where they all intersect. Seven, maybe eight, but I, I think about this. If you can figure that, so one of them is you have to do what's called a psychometric test, okay? It's kind of like a personality test, but there's specific ones on choice of career. You can see some of them are online. You should look at, I call this the Saturday night test. So the Saturday night test means on a Saturday night when no friends are, uh, when no work is needed to be done, what do you actually talk about? Because that shows you your true interest. A lot of people are like mercenaries. They do jobs just for money. They don't like it at all. And the second they get home or the weekend comes, they try to put it out of their mind. Whatever, If you're doing that, you should automatically stop. That's like a guarantee. Well, one of my mentors, Joel Salatin, says, if you have to take a vacation from your job, you should never come back. So, like, it's okay to take a vacation, But if you have to take a vacation because you're so burnt out from what you're doing, what you want to be is in something they call flow. There's a scientist who wrote this book called, it's literally called Flow. His name is Mikhail Csikszentmihalyi. And he says, to be in flow is like when a sailor who loves the ocean is out in the middle of the ocean and he's like pulling on the sail and the wind is pulling and time stops. He's not working. He's not in recreation. None of those. He's just alive. And that feeling of like you're alive, that's flow. And almost nobody has it anymore. I I just got back from Australia. I went down there to speak with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I gave a talk and then Arnold was up there on stage. It was fascinating. It was one, one thing that I love about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's 70 years old. You should Google how he looks. I mean, he looks amazing for his age, right? And some people say, oh, it's steroids. And no. No, 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 no. There's a lot of people that (laughs) the reason that guy looks like he does and is happy and is genuinely happy. I went, we went to dinner with them afterwards. He's in flow. He said, you know what? At 16 years old, I discovered bodybuilding. I owe everything to bodybuilding. He said, bodybuilding gave me seven Mr. Olympia titles. It gave me, people don't realize he was a real estate millionaire before he was age 30 right here in Santa Monica. Okay, and how did he get that? Like he was a bodybuilder. People would like talk to him, realtors. He got all these deals. Then he became an actor. He was the highest paid actor in history for one of the Terminator movies. He made $28 million. No one had ever done that. He said that was because of bodybuilding. He said he goes, he used to work out in the gym six hours a day. It didn't feel like work. He loved it. And he said, if you watch the movie Stay Hungry, or he made a couple movies back in the 70s, you can see on his face. And there he is. 70 years old last weekend. And I could see this guy's still in flow. 
That's what you want. That's better than all the money in the world. That's better than an empire. I see people like, I'm building my empire. But are you in flow? Because that's more important. So that's one of the things that they should have taught us in school. Like you got to figure out. Now for you, it might not be bodybuilding. For some of you, it might be nature. For some of you, it might be fashion. For some of you, it's art. For some of you, it's sports. You know, for me, I like travel is a big thing. If you see my Snapchat, like, I get bored. It's not bored, but I love to go. I've been to like, I can't even count how many countries I've been to. I was just down there in Australia. And now because of e-commerce and the internet, I make the same amount of money when I'm an airplane as I do when I'm here. So I've set up my life. Part of me being in flow is being able to go wherever I want. So somebody was like, you want to go to Australia? I'm like, yeah, I don't have to ask anybody. I got enough money and I set up my income. This is another one of the 12 foundations. I don't know if I'll have time to talk about it, but basically how to set up online automatic income. You want to be on the internet. Trust me, everything's going to be on the internet. And every business not on the internet and every company you work for not on the internet is going to be gone. 123 companies have gone bankrupt in the last year and a half or are on their way to going bankrupt. Toys R Us, gone. One of the biggest companies in history. I think they have 700 stores. They're closing them all because they didn't make the right choice to go online. So you want to be in flow. And then this is for another foundation. You want to set up your business to be automated and to work when you're sleeping. I wake up sometimes and I've made $100,000. On average, when I wake up, I've already made, I'd say a minimum $40,000 all when I wake up while I'm sleeping. So what does that do? That makes me able to do what gives me flow, which is travel and not feel like I'm tied down to one place. Okay, so that's another one, the Saturday night test. Another thing is it's called the mind map. So you have to look what you grew up around. A scientist named Helen Fisher, she basically says that by the time you're about 14 to 18 years old, you've developed this mind map of how you think the world should work. So, for example, if all of your parents were in the medical industry, like your mom was a doctor, your dad was a nurse, whatever it was, right? Your mind has actually been shaped to think of like that's normal to be in them. So that's a hint that maybe you should go into the medical industry. It doesn't mean you have to do what your parents did. It can be other reasons. You can be, for example, I was around, my, my dad was in prison when I was born, so I had my mom, but my mom always hung out with hippie people. My mom was a hippie, still is. She hung around people like my best, my mom's close friends, their name were the De Leon's. It was this family, we went to church together and they never had a house. They had a they had a, um, an RV and they raised three kids literally in an RV. And I grew up, He, their dad was kind of like a father figure for me before I had a dad. His name was Manny, Manny De Leon. And I remember how free he was. He didn't care about money. He literally delivered a newspaper. He made enough money. And anytime they had an idea, he would go, let's go up to, I remember one time we were down in San Diego and he goes, you guys want to go to SeaWorld? And we were like, yeah, we were like eight years old. He goes, let's park our RV where we live in the SeaWorld parking lot for one week. And I went and stayed with them. And for one week in the summer, every single day, we woke up and went to SeaWorld. So I realized in my mind map, my mom, because she was a freedom-loving person, she like hardwired me 
to value freedom a lot. Now, you might be the opposite. Maybe you grew up in a family that was very, like, rigid. So you might, I have a friend, my friend Rick Field, he loves routine because his mind map was formed by his father who was in the Air Force. And his father was, like, very military. And so to this day, my friend Rick gets a lot of joy and happiness from a, he likes to know and plan everything out way ahead of time. I hate it but he loves it. So everybody has a different. So when he chooses a career, he can choose one that would give me a heart attack. It gives him a lot of uh, pleasure. So ask yourself, like even write down right now, what is the thing that your mind map as you were growing up, what was it formed around? Don't excuse that. Like, don't think that's not important. What you grew up around is a big deal. It affects you for a long time. Okay. Let me take a few questions. All right. Someone said, Toys R Us is gone. Someone said, Ty, I'm in your 67 steps. Someone said they love freedom. Who here knows, who here has ever done a psychometric test to figure out what you should do for a living? That's a big one. There's ones like the Myers-Briggs. Those are important. I'm an ENTP. You can look at, there's people that are INFJs. They're like better as writers or INTJs. They call them the architect. One of my friends, Sam Ovens, he's an INTJ. He's very good at building businesses behind the scenes. Like he doesn't really put his face out there as much. And he does super well and he makes millions of dollars from doing that. So knowing like this, this, anyway, if I had a whole hour, I could go into this more and more because there's all these other things. Wish I could answer more questions. I got to go. Talk to you soon.